it organized or just a shit show? Is your admin supportive? Yes or no? I bet I'd guess the answer, but you already know. <laughs> Sorry, little ode to Bo Burnham. Ah, oh, shit. Uh, well, this is the 213th episode. So, lucky 213, am I right? Anyone? Is there anyone out there? Where am I all alone? <laughs> Shit. All right, so welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew. Sponsor, era. a subsidiary, just kidding, a podcast by Ala Below Studios. And uh, as the intro music states, just some teachers sitting down, having a couple of beers and talking about shit. And if you think that teachers can't have beer, well, stop being a prude. We don't have to be perfect. And there's nothing imperfect about, you know, having a beer. Right now, I'm actually having, this is my third Magner's Pear Cider. It's really delicious, actually. I would highly recommend it. So, um, I've got to start this off by saying, aside from my little ode to Bomber, <laughs> I've been listening to, you know, inside of it. I watched the thing when it came out, and it, it makes me feel better, okay? <laughs> this is a stressful time. And Inside by Bo Burnham makes me feel better, and that's where we're at right now. But I am terrified at this point of the day after a vacation, or we'll just say the one to two week span after a vacation. So not only is it sad after a vacation, obviously, I feel like I get it especially like when I left Cancun, I was like, yeah, really bad situational depression there. And we were in Wisconsin for a week, and it was the week right before teachers report. So it's not classes, but teachers report. And again, CPS is for the first time starting before Labor Day, so that's interesting. But give you context. When I was a student teacher, I went to, where we go, the Florida Keys. And the day after I got back, not even 12 hours after, I was leaving the student teaching school to go to my student teaching seminar, I think, or something. And I got rear-ended and my car was totaled on 290 and it was a huge insurance fiasco that took like three or four because the driver didn't have, whatever, whatever. Strike one. Strike two. We get back from Wisconsin and we get back to our apartment and we're like, something's different. There's a few things that are moved around. Oh, there's a new train. Oh, they, there's a hole in our wall. What? Because they cut out the drywall because apparently there were two units below us that like are connected to some sort of pipeline or whatever. Burst pipe. And so they had to cut through our wall when we weren't there. And they didn't seal the hole in the wall. They didn't even lock our unit. That's one thing too. And then on top of it, so burst pipe, floor's a mess, wall's got a hole in it. And it's just filthy with like boot marks and things like that and drywall stuff, all this. Or plaster, whatever the fuck they use in our apartment. Fast forward. And Sunday scaries, by the way, they're real, especially when it's like the first time you're going back into a building pretty soon with a full class with COVID. Like it's been, it's been over a year since that last happened. And it's obviously still not with, you know, Delta variant and all that stuff, get vaccinated, all that good stuff anyways. And um, let me just give you a little bit of a, an update. This is after we finally get a few things addressed. We aren't sure how long our apartment had a hole in it, and I'm exhausted from a, we'll get into this, but a shitty first day of teachers reporting. Just fucking shitty. 
okay, and I get an aspirin or something like that because I, I want to go to bed, and I hear like this tapping sound coming from my oven, and I go, fuck no. I have never in my entire life dealt with a rodent problem, but sure enough, I go like search, I, I literally have to go get Katie to be like, hey, I need you to guard the door. We use like a folding table to block the door. I go in with a broom and the fucking thing, as I'm like inspecting and getting around, when I'm not even looking, the door is wide open. I was trying to like, I was going to sweep it out the door to get Stuart Little out of my fucking house. So I'm doing that. And this fucker like runs out from behind the oven, grazes my crock. Yeah, I wear crocs. Fuck off. He grazes my crock and runs under the fridge. So granted, the barricade that I was like, Katie, can you hold this, you know, table here to block the little doorway? That worked. But I was up till like three in the morning trying to figure out what to do and how to make sure that he can't like, you know, are there holes anywhere, whatever it is. There were. But his main point of entry was the hole they made when they didn't tell us they entered our unit and did work. What the fuck? So, as I speak, today is Friday that I'm recording this, so it's been a long week, hence why I'm already on beer number three. I haven't been able to use my kitchen since Monday night. It's a war zone. It's like the movie Mouse Hunt that I made my poor parents go and see when I was obviously a kid, and they said, where do you want to go to dinner and a movie while your sisters are at a sleepover? And I said, Denny's, and they said, no. And then I countered with Applebee's. And then I made them sit through Mouse Hunt. Look it up. M- Mouse Hunt. Let's look it up right right now. It's serious, 100% a kid's movie. There's like a few things that like stick out in my mind, but I don't remember enough of it. It's a 1997 American slapstick. Slapstick for kid. Oh, it is 6.5 out of 10. 42% on Rotten Tomatoes. Google has 82% liked it. With Rudolph Smuts. Oh, Nathan, sorry, that's the character. Like, who the fuck? Nathan Lane and Lee Evans. Essentially, uh, it says, they move into this decrepit mansion. Uh, They struggle to keep a promise to never sell the now unprofitable string factory. I remember the string factory, yeah. The brothers decide that restoring the house, the last built by a famous architect, could bring them a great deal of money. But during their, or during their, had a stroke, sorry, ignore that. During their restoration attempts, Ernie and Lars are continually frustrated by a malicious mouse that keeps destroying their efforts. It made $122.4 million! Music by Alan Silvestri. Nice. Anyway, that's what it's been in my kitchen. A mouse hunt. So while Remy is ratatouilleing up in my fucking kitchen, I can't use it. There's traps everywhere. You got a barricade. They apparently filled the holes but the fucker either became immortal or there's another hole somewhere and now it's either going to be we catch it, end of story. They sent a cleaning crew out because I demanded it because I was kind of an asshole about it because of course I was, justified. But they might have to renovate the kitchen. So I might not have the use of my kitchen for a month. So they can rip out the cabinets from, again, we love our apartment, it's beautiful, archways and built-ins and things like that. But the cabinets in the kitchen are super fucking old. So it might be time. So anyway, that's what we're dealing with. 
I'm already, I'm sweating. Not because I'm worried about the mouse. I mean, I think we got it taken care. I don't know. We might not have it. So uh, we'll, we'll get into the stressful week, but I wanted to get into our comment hero of the week. Welcome to the comment hero of the week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Okay, so we just talked about this, the, what was it, the fucker that assaulted some teacher in Texas or whatever. And this was an instance of, uh, it was from NBC Chicago. In one instance, a parent in Texas ripped a mask off a teacher's face during the Meet the Teacher event. Ooh. You know what? I'm so exhausted. Don't be ripping people's masks off. Okay? I don't even want to talk about masks anymore. Because you know why? The school year starts on Monday. Today's Friday. I got two days of a buffer. And then all I'm going to be talking about is masks. So we're going to do our best on this podcast to not just talk about masks. We'll talk about math sometimes. It's okay. Anyways, so I do want to give a heads up that student questions, weird student questions, uh, it will return soon now that the school year is back. So that is going to be coming back. I know a lot of you guys have some stuff that you submitted. I think we got to everybody. If we didn't get to it, I'll check look at my notes. But student questions is coming back now that the school year is returning. A silver lining, dare I say. So it, it is what it is. We have this big thing. And granted, there's been some drama in the opening five days of like week zero. We're not even teaching yet, but, you know, we're dealing with that. Uh, But the district sent us, we're talking about 12 hours of training on what's known as the Safe Schools platform. And okay, I'll do it. But I hate when they have these trainings, these different discrimination offices and sexual harassment, all that stuff. They're not holding people accountable for it. And if you don't know what I'm talking about, Go to a bonus episode when I disclose all the bullshit from the past two years I've been dealing with with a certain piece of shit that I indirectly now work with but used to directly work with, okay? Patreon.com slash Classroom Brew. Um, it, it's like the, the line should be like from CPS that I don't sexually harass anyone or you might maybe receive a consequence after you do it 14 times. That's like, yeah, that's the line, the company line applied to any inappropriate slash illegal action. That's very on brand, I guess, for like such a scandal ridden piece of shit district. Gaslighting victims of like, you know, sexual harassment and protecting pieces of shit who just like fucked up shit. It's really messed up. Um, but the beginning of the year, I didn't, I didn't expect this. I thought I wrote a note before this, and I was like, yeah, we'll see how it goes. Opening week of PD, beginning of year PD takeaways. And holy shit, I, it, it's never been so disorganized. If you want someone to poorly put together your Chromebook cart, you're a listener to his voice. Because I'm my own tech person right now, because our tech person 
is being pulled in a million different directions, and he also works security, and they haven't defined what his role is, and they basically give him, like, the entire day to do everything. So it's not his fault. And say that from the start. Not the tech person's fault. But I'm responsible for, like, figuring out everything. They're like, you don't have any paper. And also no Chromebooks. Make sure you differentiate instruction on the first day. What? Here's the solution I came up with. I got chart paper, the, those huge post-it notes, like chart paper things, sticky notes, and pencils for the kid. That's going to be our, our only activity that has like, the, you know, we'll get to know them. I don't want to just talk at them, do syllabus. I don't want them to be interactive. But I couldn't do anything. You know why? No Chromebooks. Well, I shouldn't say that. My cart of 30 Chromebooks. 10 of them came back. 10. And no, they didn't set up the cart, so I had to. And no, not every Chromebook works with my style of cart. So technically, I guess I have eight. It is what it is. Oh, I guess technically I have six because two of them are broken. Five and a half because one of them, you know, is missing like half of the keys. Make it even five because one of them has sticky keys. I don't want to know why it's sticky. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't want to guess. Disgusting. Whole year at home for some, some kid. It is what it is. Do what you got to do to get through the pandemic or whatever. Uh, so I, I posed the question of like, is excitement winning over like pre-exhaustion, like already exhausted of being exhausted? And the answer is no. <laughs> like the PDs are unorganized. The school's not ready. There, there's no, there's not enough um, like barriers. There's not even enough uh, like paper for people, obviously. And the printers are all broken. We didn't go over any data. What? There's like three fights during the all staff meetings slash like school wide PDs. <laughs> like people are fighting. And don't uh, trust me. I saw both sides of the arguments or whatever, but like things were getting heated. Like getting personal. Welcome the fuck back, right? Or this whole thing about like, we're not going to make assumptions this year. We got to be a united front. But immediately, there's already three teams. There's the group of people that are like in the center and they're trying to like play both sides. Then there's group A and group B. And for the most part, it's teachers versus everybody else. With a few teachers, the ones that have like other roles, kind of being stuck in the middle. So no, I'm not excited at all. I kind of was. Because here's the fucked up part. We're getting like a new AP because our AP retired unexpectedly realized that he could retire so i don't blame him this is the time to do <laughs> to do it and uh and again this is the first week we're not even started with teaching it's just week zero teachers reporting only and uh this is the the biggest opportunity that we are just gonna fucking squander if we don't use it wisely like our school we are in the process of trying to turn it around i've been there this is my fifth year now and each year has gotten a little bit better with the one regression year being the COVID year, of course. But like having the, the school culture to like do school the right way, like it was a shit show my first year because there were a lot of bad habits from an old admin that just didn't give a shit and let kids do whatever they want truly and there was no accountability and teachers had to be, you know, miserable place, right? And so in my first year, we were still dealing with the remnants of that. But now, the seniors, rock star group. 
You know why? They were sophomores the first year things were, or sorry, they were freshmen the first year things started to get good. Then the juniors for this year, they were the kids that came in as like the first fresh group. They didn't know anything about like the previous two cohorts that were like the quote unquote like toxic one. The ones that had like those bad vibes and bad habits from the previous admin that allowed those things to happen. Then the sophomores, they're pretty much a, a clean slate. They weren't in the building last year. And if, they're, if they were, it was like five of them on record. So really like two of them that actually showed up. And then the freshmen for sure are a fresh slate. So if you want to talk about turning around a culture, this is the time to do it. You got two good groups and then two fresh groups. You can mold it into whatever you want. But if you have adults that aren't going to fucking change the status quo, you squander it. So I don't know where we're going to be at. So I'm, I'm truly, I'm excited about that opportunity because I know I'm going to do my part. But are others going, and I'm not calling out teachers. There are some teachers that are doing it, yeah. But it's also support staff. Dare I say some people that do administrative tasks but aren't actually admin. And again, it's this narrative of teachers versus everybody. Go to bit.ly slash teacher hate for that video on why people seem to hate teachers so much. Because when the pandemic started, heroes. After people got tired of it, and one of their kids out of the house or whatever, everybody hated teachers again. They're still angry at Mrs. Jumblubberboom from their first grade class that gave them a, a, a C- minus on their book report on Stuart Little. Fuck mice. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it got to the point. I, I will be up front. I don't usually like speak up for like big things that are bothering me. But every single day there was something going on. Not to mention I'm dealing with my own stuff. But even if I took away like the stuff that's going on in the apartment, it was a lot. It it was a really, each day was shitty in its own fucking way. I think I maybe got one hour to actually work on my own classroom. And part of that is my, I mean, you know, I also was doing football during my lunch because they haven't changed the practice time yet. And that's fine. At least I get to go home early, right? Early. On time, I'm used to going home at 6 or 7 p.m., which is not normal. But there, there was always something. And, and, and I wanted to help some of the newer teachers, even some second-year teachers because they'd never been in the building before. Some of them have, but they didn't really get a chance to get set up. And then others that stayed remote the entire time. And then, of course, first-year teachers, such as Peter, who didn't even, he hasn't had a chance to actually get onboarded. We offered him the job in, like, May. It's basically September but the district has dragged their feet on getting him staffed. More to come on that. When we get Peter on the podcast next, we'll talk about that. Now that he is uh, back in the world of teaching, we will get into that frustration. Because the poor guy's got to tell his current employer what to do. Apparently went well, so that's good. But yeah, I, I won't get into too many specifics. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode on Patreon to talk about the specifics. So you guys are like, why are you being vague? Because I don't want to call anyone out. And if I get too specific, and they happen to listen to it by chance, they won't listen to it by chance. Of course, if I say that, they might be listening now, and they're like, I am listening. And it's like, so okay, you wouldn't know if I said you're listening right now because then you wouldn't be listening. But if you're hearing this right now, then you're obviously listening. Anyways, so if you're listening to this, and I know you are, uh, I'm not going to call people out. 
pay for the Patreon. <laughs> Subscribe to the Patreon. It's patreon.com slash classroom proof. Um, yeah. And I think a colleague of mine, and I've only known her for one school year remotely, she made like the best comment about why, like she took one look at me when I was walking down the stairs toward the main office after like the second or third day. She's like, are you all right? I was like, I'm just, I'm just frustrated. And she was like, you know why, right? And granted, we, I, haven't, I haven't told her about like the, the burst pipe and the mice thing and the kitchen needs to be possibly renovated and the, you know, everything that's going on. But uh, she phrased it beautifully. And I bet a lot of you can relate. So listen up. She said, you're frustrated more and more every single day this week because you're only working with the adults this week. The buffer is usually the kids. And that, I literally was like, that nailed it on the head. I'm only dealing with the adults. The adults are always what drive people out of schools. The adults are what drive people out of the teaching profession. So yeah, this week sucked. But hey, maybe I'll get my reams of paper sometime soon. Who knows? Fun little tidbit, a nice little closing thought. I got an email from this website called Quizzes. It's Q-U-I-Z-I-Z-Z. And I'm going to call Quizzes out because they sent me a, an email saying, hey, remember to keep your account active in 2021 to 2022. Click this link and verify that you're still going to use your account. And my response was, this is it. I'm reading it verbatim. I screenshot it for myself. One, I already did this yesterday because they sent me the email twice. Two, I pay for my account so I expect you to keep my account active. That was my version of telling quizzes, fuck you. <laughs> Customers are always, always right. But they're like, is it a teacher customer? Because then they're never right. That's how that goes. So anyways, um, thank you guys for, for listening, rate and review, whatever app, whatever it is, uh, Spotify or Apple or whatever it may be. Uh, check out that Patreon. You can subscribe to us on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash classroombrew. You'll hear more about what you can get at Patreon. Don't want to harp on that too much. And uh, send me an email, classroombrew at gmail.com or send me something on Instagram. I know I haven't been really active on Instagram lately. It's because I've been stressed. <laughs> Clearly, it's been a rough two to three weeks because of everything that's going on. But um, I'm going to try to get you know back on you know the podcast Instagram. But it's at classroombrew on social media uh, if you want to interact with the show a little bit. Uh, send in your weird student questions or comment heroes or whatever it may be. So thanks so much for listening. Uh, if you started the year, get have a double, have a 64-ounce margarita, have something to give yourself a, a bit of a break, or you could listen to Classroom Brew. You could drink along with us, if you will. So cheers, good luck, stay safe, and uh, until next week, class dismissed. <laughs>